Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to On The Podcast. Short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you kill time doing your business on the pot. Or maybe you're camping. (laughs) And you're staring at the stars, watching the moon. And all you're doing is watching that moon. Goddamn moon, I don't understand. (laughs) In different spots every night. Every night. And while you watch this moon and contemplate science, you might as well just turn on an episode of our podcast and learn a little while you try to also learn a little bit more. I can't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Someday. One day. Someday we'll explain it to you. I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Hey, Katie. What are we talking about today? Katie, we're going to Paris. Ooh, gay Paris. (laughs) Oh, wee wee. (laughs) I don't know what that accent was. Neither do I. We're going to hear a lot of it because, again, I've decided to use an episode uh, where there are terms and phrases and names that I cannot pronounce because I've never spoken (laughs) a language. Liz, I love Paris. I studied abroad in college and paris was one of my favorite cities mm. to visit so i'm excited i've never been i've never been love yeah i hate love <laughs> <laughs> no i've never been uh i want to i've heard very good things so what are we talking about dealing with paris uh, dealing is a little on the nose mm-hmm. so in 2010 there was a there was the paris art heist Ooh. yeah that was what was that movie when we were growing up that was the art heist Ocean's movie? Eleven. Ocean's no, no, Eleven? No, no, it was like the something something affair. Um, it was somebody's name, the Thomas Crown Affair. Is that what the movie was? Night at the Museum. <laughs> no, this no, was I've an art heist movie. Okay, anyway, keep going. Uh, but they also called the culprit the Spider-Man of Paris. Ooh, Spider-Man. I didn't hear about this. Well, he was a teenager named Peter Parker, and he got bit by a radioactive <laughs> spider, and he had he loved his neighbor, Mary oh. Jane. And okay. his Uncle Ben dies, and that's that. Spoiler alert. Oh, God. shoot. Um, so, so I'm going to talk to you about the Spider-Man. Uh-huh. His name is... Vergeron Tomic. And it might be Tommy. Uh, actually, let's go with that. Tommy. T-O-M-I-C. Anybody who speaks French, correct me later. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so when he was young, he... Uh, so he was born in Paris in 1968 to Bosnian immigrants. And then his mother got sick and he moved back to Bosnia to live with his grandma. Mm-hmm. Um. And by six years old, he started showing devious tendencies. Ooh, a devious six-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the Spider-Man for you. Um, at age 10, he actually broke into a library by breaking in through a window 10 feet off of the street and stole two books. Oh, he really wanted those books. Mm-hmm. He wanted to read those books. Uh, he watched too many cartoons of like kids jumping up into windows. Maybe, actually, maybe. Um, and then he ended up moving back to Paris at age 11 to move back with his parents. And he was kind of pissed about it because his parents were, uh, he didn't speak French and his parents like fought a lot. So he was in kind of a tumultuous relationship Mm. with his parents. Uh, but he would often go to the, uh, graveyard, um, Père Lachaise. I think I'm saying that. Is that the big one? Père Lachaise. 
It's the one where all the famous people are buried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. went there. Jim Morrison's buried there. Jim Morrison's buried. Yeah. <laughs> so he, so he would watch people because he said a lot of like a lot of tourists would go there and they'd look at all these graves and whatnot. And he saw all these like different um, tombstones and buildings and whatnot for these famous people that are buried in the Père Lachaise. I'm I just hang out at friend. the. Uh, cemetery next to my house, but no famous yeah, people. Yeah, similar. You could be Tommy. Tommy. Um, so, so he was. He was like. So he would see. He saw these things, and he would. He and his friends would p- practice parkour essentially on on these uh, in the graveyard and on these stones. Um, and he ends up doing pretty well in school. He's a good athlete. He likes to draw, and he ends up at this place where he gets to it's like i don't know it's like a greenhouse or whatever and he Mm -hmm. sees some renoirs um inside up close and he like is just overwhelmed by these paintings he's like this is amazing Ah. i can feel these paintings i can't like i i'm like amazed being this close to this so he yeah so he builds this massive like feeling for paint and he goes home to his parents he announces that he's paint painting is going to become his passion Mm mm-hmm of course, his dad disapproves. This is how you create criminals. This is how you create criminals. Dads. Disapproving dads. But he, uh, so he and his friends, you know, while he's trying to pr- pursue this, start stealing from factories and flea markets. That's kind of petty crime, petty theft. They're just stealing like glassware and whatnot. Then he starts breaking into apartments by failing, by scaling the, fa- the facades Ooh, failing the scaffolds. And then one night he has this dream about stealing five paintings from a museum. And he's like, I've got to do this. Like life goal from my dream, stealing these paintings. I'm being told. Yes, I'm being told. But that's, I guess, what happens when you're a devious six-year-old. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Your dad disapproves of you being a painter. Um, at some point he holds up a bakery with a toy gun and gets arrested and is in jail for a year. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Um, and mind you, like these are like, he's just so consumed by this art. So he would go into these apartments and he would, uh, like steal their jewelry and he, he, he would go into these apartments and he, sometimes he wouldn't take anything at first. He'd just like kind of go in and see like what was going on and then he'd leave and then he'd come back the next day and then he'd like search in one area and if he didn't find anything like worthy of taking he'd leave and then he'd come back the next day and search in another area until he finds something that like you know had value like valuable mm. jewelry or like paintings and whatnot. so he wasn't just like watching he was no. like casing the drawing yeah like day after yeah, day yeah, after yeah. day okay and it wasn't like a vo- voyeur voyeurs was that what that is voyeurs yeah 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 so it wasn't that no and so you know so he does come across some of these like art this amazing art in people's houses. And so he's taking them and whatnot. Uh, so one day he's out for a walk and he comes across the Musée d'Art Moderne de la Vie de Paris. I'm speaking French. The Modern Art Museum of Paris. The ma'am. Uh, the M-A-M. The ma'am. <laughs> yep. And he's like, okay. So he, he cases the joint. He walks around it. He looks at all the windows. He sees what's going on with the screws on the windows. And, like, the entry and all that. A few days later, he goes in as a visitor. And he notices that some of the motion detectors are broken. That some of them aren't, like, Ooh, the lights, aren't, yeah, lights oh, aren't working correctly. Sneaky. So he's like, hmm, okay. So at this time, you know, it's like, okay, he's stolen all of this stuff. What happens to it? 
Yeah. Obviously, he's selling it on the black market, making money. Okay. Um, but he's got this main guy who he goes through, and his name is Jean Jean Michel Jean Michel Corvez Corvé. I don't know. Uh, and he's sold. <laughs> yeah. And he's sold <laughs> like ninety thousand euros of contraband through him over several years. This the, the Spider Man sold ninety thousand euro of contraband. Yeah. Through that's nuts. Corvette, yeah. Yeah, through, through he's this one guy. A lot. Through this one guy, he's also like sold elsewhere. Man. Right? Yeah. So, um, so he so he talks to Corvey about this. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna steal some artwork from the ma'am." <laughs> <laughs> like, are you in? He's like, "Yeah, absolutely." So on May 14th, he at, at around 3 a.m. He's got this dark cloak, and he walks up to this window. <laughs> And he hangs he hangs the cloak over the window uh, to kind of look like a curtain. And what he ends up doing is he puts some like um, he puts some paint stripping acid on it to expose the screws. And then he puts some other sort of solution on it so that there wouldn't be any rust. And then he unscrews the screws and then fills the holes with a clay to make it look like the screws are still there <laughs> of the same like paint color. <laughs> What's the rust have to do with anything? I don't know. <laughs> and then on May 20th, so six days later, he returns before dawn. He's in a sweatshirt. He's got suction cups and he pulls out the window and then goes in, goes in and then leaves and then Does waits. Does it take anything the waits, first time? He, he goes in, he leaves. He waits 15 minutes just to make sure that like oh, no like alarms are no set. Alarm. And then when nothing happens, he goes back in. And he ends up taking a Matisse, a Picasso, a Brack, a Fernand Leger, Fernand, Ferdinand Leger. I don't know. I only know some art. And a, and a Magde, Magde, Magdigliani. Um, and so he's taking this and, it, and, he, and he's taking it to his car and he takes two trips to get back and forth. <laughs> I and was going like, to say, that's a lot to carry. Yeah, and his car's parked like a few minutes away. Uh-huh. But he's also like... Like he keeps wanting to get more, but then he realizes suddenly that like it's that time of the day where basically nobody's on the street and he's the only one. So he's oh. like, okay, if anything happens, they're gonna know it's me. Yeah. So he decides to, you know, I'm not gonna do that. So he gets out, and then the news breaks that the ma'am has been robbed, and that they've that what was stolen was more than seventy million dollars. Oh yikes. Yep. It's the biggest theft since nineteen ninety and that theft in nineteen ninety had two people involved. <laughs> the suction cup thing to me is just so funny because it's I didn't so think out of a conter- like, cartoon. It's so funny. I'm like, where are you getting suction cups for? I didn't Literally. even know those existed like outside a cartoon. <laughs> Do you like Amazon Prime like <laughs> yeah. burglary suction cup? <laughs> Seventy million dollars worth of like that's the noise this boy making as he's in this museum. We're like, oh, we didn't know. So anyway, so he ends up he ends up going to this Corvez's place, Corvée, who knows? And he he you know gives gives the artwork away. There's Corvez has said, hey, like the money the money's in you know a little Dropbox, so he grabs the money. And then he takes the money to 
a female friends of his to where he stashes it. And uh-huh. that's where he stays for a while. Yeah. And this female friend happens to be a sex worker and mm-hmm. I don't know, it gets convoluted from here, but basically like <laughs> she gets too close to him and he's not wanting anything. And again, he's trying to lay low and you know, she's like trying to be more involved and she goes from the female friend to an acquaintance. Right. <laughs> and so on October 1st, 2020. So we're talking about five months later, the, Police receive an anonymous tip. Who could that be? Corvettes. I think it might be Corvettes. It might be this female <laughs> but, friend who got too close. Oh, that's who it is. Um, I was going to say that art was like way too recognizable to sell. But right. I guess when you're selling things on the black market, the people exactly. that are buying from you don't care. Exactly. Exactly. So like obviously there are things in place to prevent this from happening like on a, on a like more public scale. Um, but again, they can't, you know, they can't track it down cause it's black market stuff. Yeah. And so once they get this tip, they end up tapping, um, they end up tapping Tommy, Tommy's phone. Spider-Man's phone. Spider-Man's phone. Yeah. Let's just go with that. It's easier to say. <laughs> um, and they hear him having this conversation with Corvée and talking about the sale and how he's arranging it with this one guy. And doesn't he know not to talk about this stuff over the phone? Well, he doesn't he think he's being watched. the cartoons. <laughs> he doesn't think he's of being the watched. suction cups. Yeah, yeah. He should know better. You meet in it like a parking garage <laughs> in the shadows, and you talk about stuff there. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, and you turn on running water so they can't hear what you're saying. Um, no, guess not. So, guess not. so they end up like the police end up starting following him in December, and th- like they there's they keep hearing these wiretaps, these conversations, and it's starting to sound like this deal isn't going to go through. And so there's some frustration and Mm. like nobody really knows what's going on and like who's trying to screw over who Mm -hmm. they just don't have the evidence. And finally, six months later, they have enough there to prove it. They arrest all three of these guys, um, Spider-Man, Corvée, Corvée Vez, and then this other like dealer who's involved. Okay. And it ends up being this like super dramatic court situation. (laughs) They, they go to court in 2017 you know, and they they basically just all throw each other under the bus, and it's this whole friggin' mm-hmm. thing. And then finally, in 2017, uh, Spider Man is sentenced to eight years in prison. Only eight, stealing only eight. seventy million dollars worth of art, and he was only in prison for eight years. Well, he's still in prison. This was 2017. I know, but eight years—that's not a lot. Yeah, but I think he's been held since like 2011. Oh, so add another six years on top of that. Okay. Yeah. Still, seventy million bucks worth of priceless art. Crazy, I don't know. crazy. That's nuts. So nuts. <laughs> I think what's nuts I mean, is how easy he got it. in. Easy in the grand scheme how of things. How easy it was. There was no alarm at the museum. All you had to the do was suction like, cup a window this. off. Oh my god! <laughs> walk in. <laughs> Why nobody has turned this into a movie? Oh. Hello, Hollywood producers. Hello. This is a perfect movie. Oh, well, they or can't because like, they can't. Cartoons. They can't pronounce these people's <laughs> names just like I can't. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, right. Yeah. A nice art heist. Love a good art heist. Oceans one. Oceans because it's just forty-seven. Him. Oceans three. Oceans. Oceans twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Yeah. I love art. I love art. I love it from afar. I love it from near. 
I always really want to touch it. That's my fascination mm. with art. Like, I want to feel the brush strokes. But then they look at you and you can't. You're real close to Honestly, it. Honestly, like, Spider-Man had a similar feeling, so I never <laughs> wonder about you. I was a deviant six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad disapprove of your hopes and dreams? No. Okay, well, then you're fine. <laughs> so, what's that inside my body? burning desire to rob a museum more like touch a painting oh yeah you're right you're right (laughs) you're relatively harmless (laughs) all right thanks liz you're welcome see you next time bye